Hey Rockstar, welcome. This is a storytelling platform designed to empower you to build yourself up physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, and financially. Why stories? Because stories live on. They are eternal. They are a powerful reminder of what one can accomplish when opportunity presents itself. So listen carefully, learn the lessons, apply them to the big five, and become the rock star of your industry. Officially, Happy New Year, everyone. I'm Josefat Emiliano, and I'm your host today. How's it going? Did you have some good food? Did you celebrate with style? Did you spend it with loved ones? I spent it with some great people. And uh, it was just a great way to say bye-bye to 2020 and welcome 2021. Let's see what you got. All right, well, we're going to jump straight in because we have a lot to cover today. And I don't want to take all your valuable time. Well, Miguel has a hot date later on, so I got to get him ready for that. Anyway, besides that, um, this is episode 14, an epic tale of the big five. By the way, if this is your first time, Hey Rockstar is part of the low budget production family umbrella. If you are on Facebook right now, follow them, like them. And there you can find other podcasts that are under this umbrella, other podcasts that will that will uh, inspire you, educate you, entertain you, uh, empower you. There we go. I like using ease with that. And also, just a quick announcement: if anyone is interested in launching a podcast and don't know where to start, reach out to us. We would love to invite you to be part of our family and grow with us. We got something special coming for you guys later on this month. But I'm not going to say much more until I have more details. All right. I'm looking for my notes right now. Notes for the show. January 7th, 21. Goals. Everyone talks big about goals. I mean, every guru business uh, and 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 they say if you want to succeed... You got to make a plan. You got to set goals, and you got to set them, and you got to go for them. And uh, to me, resolutions basically are goals. Now, I heard someone say earlier today that a year long is kind of, kind of too much of a big gap for certain goals, and that's why a lot of people kind of fall out of their their plan. They fall out of of what they originally wanted to do. Um, and honestly, I have nothing against goals. Uh, goal setting is just for me personally it was always hard for me to set something big and if I didn't reach it with the allowed time if I didn't get it I, I felt defeated or or didn't um, didn't quite I don't know I don't know how to put it but let's just say setting resolutions for me was basically planning disaster for me because uh, if it was the cool thing to do and I'm not if it works for you boo go for it I'm saying me personally, goal setting wasn't the best way for me to get results done. 
because I would either set them too simple and get them done and be like, all right, there's nothing to motivate me to keep going, or it's too impossible of a feat that I would quit once it got too hard and just uh, reality kicked in. I'm like, mm, why, why? And then I remember one year, I came up with a plan. I changed what I, my vocabulary. Instead of saying um, goals, instead of saying resolutions, because basically to me, both resolutions became broken promises. And you know, have you ever broken a promise to someone? It sucks. Have you ever had someone break their promise to you? It sucks. So basically goal setting is breaking and, and not doing it is breaking a promise to yourself. So I stopped using resolutions. And for a while, I changed to a different form. As a matter of fact, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that this all was birthed with little bits of Motivation Monday that I would share every Monday. And on one Motivation Monday, I decided to record a, and usually it's about a minute long bite size, so they're really easy to take in. But this particular time, I decided to record it and set it up on YouTube and then just kind of linked into my Instagram. And it was like a two minute, almost three minute bite size. And I want to share that with you guys right now. Look at that handsome guy. Look at that. Man, my mustache was fuller back then. It was also less gray. But hey. Um, let me share with you what happened this year for this Motivation Monday. Well, hello, Rockstar. Happy New Year. Happy 2017. Thank you. All right, well, I'm going to listen up the tie because the parties are oh, over and it's time to start this new year. Now, this Motivation Monday is a little different. First off, we're doing this on YouTube. And so we are going to do it a little bit longer, but not too much longer than Instagram. Um, well, let's just get into my thought for you guys this, this day uh, or New Year. You know, I guess what everyone's talking about right now is New Year's resolutions and what you plan to do, what your goals are for this new year. And I did away with that simply because every time I wouldn't complete with my goals, I felt, you know, defeated. I felt like... I wasn't keeping up with my word. And then one year I had a uh, aha moment. Instead of saying resolutions, I now say affirmations. For example, instead of saying this year I'm going to lose, boom, boom, weight, I would look in the mirror and said, you are a fat burning machine. Your body is healthy. You make wise and healthy decisions. Your body has to burn fat. Um, instead of saying this year I'm gonna make so much so much money, I would say something like, "I am wealthy. I have all my needs met, and I can always find provision." So my encouragement to you is not to make goals to meet, but to start proclaiming what you want in life. That's called affirmations. Speak what you want in your life. So do these things. And you will have the best week, no, you will have the best year you have ever had. So I speak nothing but much love and many blessings for you this year, 2017. Much love, many blessings is what I want for you, my friend, much love. Is what I pray. Go out there and own 2017. My friend.
don't get me wrong, that year, a lot of good things happened for me. And I do stand by the power of your words. You know, deep down, I think everyone's prophetic. You speak, you got to believe first, and then you speak what you believe. And you can bring uh, at least your 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 actions, or not your actions, at least your uh, your attitude will start kind of listening. Your subconscious, you got to say it enough time for your subconscious to finally say, start believing it, and then kind of lining, aligning everything else in your steps going that way. So affirmations were a big thing for me. And of course, being of a uh, spiritual background, a, a Judeo-Christian background, I use the Bible as a book of wisdom with which with a lot of good uh, promises that can be converted into affirmations. For example, one of my favorite uh, scripture writings is um, rejoice not against me, O my enemy, for though I fall, I will rise again. For though I dwell in darkness, God will be my light. And so that affirmation, that, that, that verse I took, that promise I took it, and I turned into into an affirmation, I would start saying stuff like, if I fall, I will rise again. If I am darkness, God is my light. You know, I would use those, and, and that gave me such a positive feel, such a, a powerful feel, too. And that was a good, good, good way to change it. But um, moving on. After that year of just a lot of different things, a lot of changes, a lot of growth, um, I think actually that's the year that I actually started working for TPAC, right? Yeah, because I worked for him for three years, so 2017, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, so that's, that was the year that, that, that TPAC hired me on, and well, that was great, great growth. And also, shortly afterwards, I got my own place. Um, nothing against having roommates. I just really find the value in having um, a place where I can be as loud as I need to or as quiet as I need to be. Uh, but anyway, uh, towards the end, I, I wanted more. I did hit a spot where I, I felt like I just needed to advance as an individual, as a person, and more particular as a man. Uh, I've had some some victories, but not like like the victories I see other other people, other 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 gentlemen. So in my thirst, in my hunt and and search for for wisdom and growth, I found a book that cost about a hundred bucks. But the, but one thing that I learned from um, investors and mentors is, if there's anything you want to invest in, you need to invest in your education. And to me. Oh, actually, I think it was around that time when I found, uh, I believe it was Ty Lopez with the 67 Steps or something like that. And one of the things he says is you need to be willing to invest in your education and, and mostly books. And uh, when I saw this book, The Warrior Book, and I thumbed through it, uh, it was 100 bucks. But I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I don't mind. If, if this thing will give me some insight and help me grow and help me take me to the next level, then I want it. And it kind of is like, a, it's really kind of like a Bible by chapters and verses. Um, the author of this book has a, um, a Christian background too. So, but, uh, but I, I'm not going to bore you with all the details, but it was a good change of scene for me. See, he argued that, and of course his, he had a special niche audience. His niche was to married business entrepreneur men. Uh, and that's who he was targeting our audience. Now, eventually, women were allowed into into his groups because they were like, "Hey, we like your stuff too. We want to use it for for our business." And he goes, "Go ahead." And, and he he did cater to them, but um, the book was written for the 
the the the dudes not to be sex or anything but i i i mean i'm a single guy so i don't really right now i'm not trying to build someone else up i need to i need to work on me and i'm a dude but anyway um and his and i started watching a lot of his videos and a lot of his his trainings alongside i even paid for uh, i subscribed to the 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 daily um podcast well it was before he went free but he had it when he was sending off these tidbits of information of stories of life stories and and bringing out life examples that he would learn uh given through through what he used and in, in practicing his thing but 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 anyway don't want to bore you with all those details basically he said that a man can have it all or a person can have it all uh, the problem is there there are four basic pillars that a person wants to succeed in and um, they break break it down to into bees uh, one being your body one's being your balance one's being your uh, uh, oh man I, I forgot the, th the third one right now because I changed the name of it and then the last one being your business you know what let me look it up because I don't want to misquote uh, actually it's your body, your being, your balance, and your business. Those three Bs. Now, the body, of course, we're in the physical, and he, and he has some great advice on how to, 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 to create strength. But, but basically, his argument was that at least in men, they, they tend to work hard on building one or two of these pillars at the sacrifice of the others. For example, you could be, you could be, you could be rich. Uh, with your business, but then your family and your health might be might be struggling, or even your spirituality. Or you, another thing he says, or you can be very, very spiritual and such a balance balances with your family, balanced lifestyle with your family, and you have a good healthy family, but you can't pay the bills because your business is gone, or your body is deteriorating because you're not taking care of yourself. You know, he, he said some people they, they they go on these extremes extremities, and his argument was, you need to put into all four pillars you need to to pour into each one little by little and then every day actually they had a cute saying in the morning uh actually getting up early and taking care of your business the putting into these four areas he says you got to hit your four before you hit the door you know do the four before you hit the door before you start even start your day you've already taken care of your physical or your your body your 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 being, which is your spiritual, your your balance, your family by by sowing love and 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 knowing their their love language, all that stuff, and of course, then making a plan on how you want to build your business. But there's so much more in that book. I'm I'm really oversimplifying it uh, to to say that's where I started, and I started practicing. I, started, I mean, as far as my my spirituality, my family, and uh, my body, I had laxed on. I had kind of let let go of the little things so i started getting back into that discipline and but the one thing that i did struggle i had a great job i was learning how to balance i had a great um budget and and i was doing good but i wasn't creating a business i wasn't create i, I wasn't an entrepreneur and, and that was bugging me at the time too it's like man this guy was was it, well first of all he was catering to married entrepreneurs and i was neither married nor an entrepreneur and I'm like, I'm not sure this is really meant for me, but I wanted that success. I wanted to grow. I wanted to to build something as as opposed to these other guys. So in my and, and, and then I realized, you know what, I don't, I don't need to be married. That's 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 not needed. But I mean, I, I, I did start dating more and whatever. 
um, eventually. But anyway, but the one thing that bugged me is like, but I'm not an, an entrepreneur. I don't have a business idea. I'm not trying to launch anything. Um, and so I decided, well, let, let, let's get that situated. Let's work on that area. And I started researching and learning more and finding videos of entrepreneurs and, and getting their advice and, and seeking how to start a business, how to run a business, learning all that stuff. And, you know, honestly, I kind of was a business because I did I did work as a independent contractor. So that kind of was my own business, but not the kind that he was focused on. On You create something that also provides employment for others or provides for other people. Not just work for myself to get money. But anyway, I digress. I don't want to take too much time because this is the story. This is the epic tale on the big five. Um, I started learning things about other entrepreneurs and they all had their cute little sayings and their, their cute little focuses. For example, one... Um, this guy who, who has amazing cars, he always talked about, you know, in the end, you need to focus on the excellence work uh, uh, or seek excellence in every area of your life, whether it is your physical, your business, your relationships, you seek the excellence. And like, that was good. And another guy that I listened to was talking about, you know, uh, first of all, he's like, just simplify the three things. You need to focus on on getting your your body in shape like make the muscle and focus on making the money so that then you can do whatever you want and then you focus on they call it game like your inner game and your outer game you know your relationship and all that stuff and you know i understood and, and i liked what they had to go and i you know i started just grabbing ideas from everyone and and trying to figure out what what is this what is this what what, what do i want to do and how can i apply it to me how could i and then just as it's, it was starting to make sense, the Rona hit. <laughs> the fun thing that happened, 2020 hit. And everything just kind of went down from there. But I still had in my heart, I need to work on something. I need to work on bettering me. I've always, you know, I'm not sure I ever shared this with you guys. I once had an idea to write a book. And um, in this book, I, I was going to call it um, No um, So Long, Mr. Nice Guy. But there's actually a book now called that. And I'll, I'll tell you the story behind that. Man, so many stories. Um, this this girl at church, one time I, I introduced her to a lot of people, made friends for her, connected her with other people. And she looked at me and she goes, you're such a nice guy. And I looked at her and I'm like, no, I, I, I'm not. It's because I had a bad relationship with that word, nice guy. And she, she kind of took offense. She goes, well, then what are you? What are you? And I looked at her and I'm like, or I looked down, thought about it a moment. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm a good guy. And she's like, well, what's the difference? Like, well, honestly, when I was a, a nice guy, I was very manipulative. I was acting nice. I was doing nice things in hopes that you were, would return niceness to me. And then whenever you didn't, well, then I felt betrayed or whatever. You know, it was very, it was very middle school way of thinking and she goes all right well what about what makes you a good guy like well goodness has nothing to do with how you treat me goodness is already with within you see my inner game is strong i have poured into myself i have learned to put value into me so no matter how you respond i will be good because inside me is already good so what comes out is the fruit of who i am not of who or how you treat me and she goes ooh. And then that idea in the book, I wanted to explain my little theory. And then 
start showing different areas where you can start building value, working on your inner game, become a better version of yourself kind of situation. That's kind of how my Instagram started. It's all about a lot of things. But in the book, I was going to focus on maybe 10, 10 areas that you can pour into your life. But then as I started making my little minute videos, I realized I have a lot of little things, a lot of little things that I'm just kind of picking and and pouring into me and changing and I'm not doing anything major I'm just doing something smaller and I'm like well you know what let's we need to, to condense this we need to focus this what areas do you really want to work and I like the body being balance and 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 business but there was another area in my life where I learned those exact same words but in a different tone um, it was physical spiritual mental social uh, well actually body being balance business would be financial and so, except it missed out on, on that fifth one, the financial. And those were, that, that has to do with my childhood and, and what I grew up in, in a code that I had that, that we, we, were to, we were to grow physically, spiritually, mentally, socially. And I went ahead and throw it in financially because that's something that I'm interested in. And all of a sudden I'm like, hey, five. And most of you guys know that I like odd numbers. And boom, we got the cool logo right there. Five. These are five areas that I want to better myself. Now, the easiest one to, to explain on the way I do things is the physical. First one, physical. A while back, I had this, just this thought. And I started doing this, actually, it was at least 10 years ago. I decided, you know, I didn't have that much of upper body strength. And I said, I, I'm going to start a goal. And for the first week, every day for the first week, uh, was it a, a week? I said, I'm going to do one push-up every day. And I did. I did one push-up. The next week, I did two push-ups every day. Actually, no, I jumped. I jumped. I, I, yeah, no, I, I went. And then when I went to five, uh, and, and I did it for five days or something like that. Hold on, I'm trying to remember. I wrote it down somewhere in a journal, but my journals are locked, are in a box in storage. And I didn't want to go through it, but I believe that for, uh, here's what it was. For the first five days, I was going to increase till I did five. So on, on on let's just say Monday. Monday I did one push-up. Tuesday I did two push-ups. Wednesday three push-ups. Thursday four push-ups. On on Friday I was doing five, and I realized that I was struggling. So I decided that week to only do five push-ups every day for a week and then when i reset monday i jumped to 10. i did 10 push-ups every day for the week and then the following monday i jumped by five increments of five and or i went to 15 and then i went to 20 eventually 25 and eventually i got to the point where i was doing 75 push-ups every day and and i was like this is amazing uh this is this is this is this is pretty cool um but then, I don't know, I was just thinking about, uh, there was another book, and I was I was geeking out, and I was trying to learn everything about physical, how I can become a better version of myself, how I can work out, how, you know, just to be more. And I found another book by uh, Dr. Uh, Duff, Duffy called Body by Science. And he had an interesting theory saying that the body is kind of like an elevator. You know, you, you push the button, you can keep pushing that same button, but the res but the elevator is not going to move any faster. It's going to come to you 
You, I mean, that one push was enough to activate the results that you wanted for that elevator to move to come to you. And he goes, a lot of us working out, we, we overdo it. And sometimes we do damage to ourselves because we're trying, we're thinking the more we do, the more we push that button, the better, the faster results. But the truth is just doing that one button good, just pushing it once, but doing it the right scientifically way, um, that will actually give you better results, better benefits than, than doing the button a lot of times. And so I tried his workout and I saw results. I started getting stronger by doing less, uh, and that that was that was that was change that was mind changing. But then I you know the whole push ups got back to me. I thought to myself and, and talking to other 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 people. I, I remember a buddy of mine. He said that his dad was a janitor at um for I think he, his dad was a janitor at at a school for like thirty years or something. And he goes and all he really did was just with a window washer, he would wash windows every day. The little little squirt gun something straight up they'll trade the hands and he goes but he said at the end though after those 30 years his dad when you would shake his hand he had a death grip by doing something simple every day something that didn't text you out but just kept you strong and then i started talking to farmer friends and i'm like you know you guys are strong and you don't go to the gym or anything you just like you just do the same repetitive weightlifting, you know, throwing hay over or whatever. They work on the same things, but they're some of the strongest people because they repeatedly, they repeat the same exercise daily. Their body's conditioned. Their body is strengthened to it. And so uh, I kind of share this idea with whenever I talked to Lily uh, back in, in that episode, I told her that I had a 25 pound kettlebell. And the reason I have this, I have two of them actually, because uh, I've developed every morning now, I have my little routine where I do so many push-ups, uh, so many squats, um, and I use the kettlebells to work on my shoulders, to do some shoulder presses, and I also work on my back. It's not much weight. It's weight that I can do, but I, I, I want to do it every day. And I do rest on the weekends, or at least Sundays. Is I don't, I don't work out. But it, it's, 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 the hope is, because you think about it, let's just say I, I do 10 push-ups. Yeah, all right, cool. But if you do 10 push-ups every day for one year, at the end of the year, you would have done 300 or 3,650 push-ups. Your body's bound to change somewhat by all that action. Uh, and so that's how I focus on my, 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 my big five. To me, it's no longer about doing these big things, but yet doing... Being faithful and doing simple things that will give me a greater result at the end of the year. So as far as the physical, as far as my diet plan and, and be just being faithful, I'm not doing anything overexertedly, but I am changing the way I eat. Right now, actually, my church is doing a fast right now, so uh, which is perfect um, because I've been wanting to cut sugar and breads. Breads are my love language. You have no idea. I love bread. But... After the fast ends, I plan to go on with as little as possible bread and sugar as I possibly can and eat healthy, eat wholesome, eat, eat better. I, I don't want to say I'm going to be keto, but it will be more keto kind of, at least uh, less 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 carbs in my fruits and vegetables, you know, the, the lesser side of that. But anyway, but just be faithful. It, it started with one day, one day, eat clean, 
all right, cool. Good for you to next day. Eat clean. You know, my, my victory is that day. Did I do what I needed to do? Did, did I continue with that discipline? And then the next, and so, so now you get it. That is, that is, that is how I'm changing my game resolutions to goals or goals to resolutions to affirmations. You know, those are good. I have written down, I haven't said, but I'm also going and now I'm working on breaking it down and giving myself little disciplines that I can focus on to, to continue on every day, faithfully, knowing that at the end of this year or heck in the end of this week, I'm going to celebrate. If I'm faithful every day at the end of this week, I'm going to celebrate it. And then next week and then next week and just keep going one week at a time. And when I finish 52 weeks being faithful to what I'm doing, I know there's going to be changes. That's the physical, the spiritual. As far as the spiritual, all last year and the year before, I got into the habit of just listening to the Bible, different translations. At nights when I go to sleep, I love listening to it, listening to it. Because there's a promise that says faith comes by hearing. Now, I get it. Most people are like, well, you got to read it. Like, no, I do read it. But if you're not reading it out loud, technically, you're not doing that promise to its full potential. You got to listen to it. Let it come into you. Let it, and so to me, the easiest way to listen to is is through. And actually, this was a, a when I went to Bible school, I had a professor who he said, "Well, you guys need to read the entire New Testament before before uh, this semester ends." And like we're like, "Whoa!" Most people don't do that in a lifetime. And he goes, he goes, "Don't worry, I'll let you guys use audio Bibles." And he gave us a website at the time, and we listened to it, and, and that actually became easier for me because I could have it on. As I'm working on other homework, but I'm still listening to it. I'm subconsciously listening to it, and it it, it became a good practice of, of listening. But also part of my spirituality, uh, and this was something that I got from from this guy. He talked a lot about meditations. Now again, I and actually Lily and I talked about meditations. Now meditations is not so much about going and and going to another universe and letting whatever, because the fear of of, of of the Judeo-Christian is when you open up your mind, you, you allow anything to come in. And I get that. But at the same time, there's a promise that says that that if I have confessed that, that Jesus is the Son of God, then God abides in me. Now, also, I know that where God is, evil cannot abide. Where, where, where if, if he promised to be in me, then even when I go, nothing bad is going to come in me because there's no room for it. Because my, my, my God's already kind of occupied that space. Anyway, again, I am not here to discuss anything. That is just part of my belief because of how I've learned to listen and, and learn to the promises. And, and now that's another thing. I... Uh, I call them promises, you know, everything in, in, in the Bible, because there's another promise that says all his promises are not yes and maybe, but yes and amen. And so if they're yes, and that means that they are all in there they're for me, that, that I can call them, claim on them, remind them, hey, you promised this. And even he promised that he is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of a man that he should change his mind. If he spoke, then he will act. He has blessed. You know, and of course, I'm I'm, I'm re, re rewriting or not rewriting. I'm I'm saying it as to to just highlight the part because the actual scripture is, 
God is not a man that he should lie, nor the son of man that he should change his mind. Has he not spoken and did not act? Has he not, uh, or he has commanded to bless, uh, God has blessed, and I cannot reverse that. Even that is a promise that no matter what I can do, I cannot reverse the blessing that God has 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 structured. Anyway, I'm not here to preach to you guys. I'm not here. To, I'm just saying that's how my faith has gone. Part of my spiritual discipline after the meditation, because you know what I like to do in meditation. I'm just gonna let you know, is I'll actually be like, "All right, God, I have so many questions, but I'm just right now. I'm just like, I have to learn to silence my thoughts." silence my mind because my mind is full of crazy ideas my mind is full of of, of stresses and, and and all these things it's just a loud noise and i have to learn to just kind of silence it and then once i feel five ten minutes sometimes 20 minutes that i like i'm good i'm like all right god what do you have for me and usually some amazing things start flowing in some great ideas some some valuable things or just just words of love it's it's a beautiful moment it's a beautiful practice I, it's something that's taken me a long time to get it's 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 been part of my my journey in trying to become mentally tough mental strength um and but that's part of uh, my spirituality also develops a lot with 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 well actually that's more my mental but my spirituality also has a lot to do with with um Simplific simplification by faith. Do we have time for that? Oh man, I've already been jabbering for 40 minutes. Don't want to take a... Alright. Oh no, you know what? I'm just going to have to make another video for my faith journey. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Um, physically, spiritually, mentally. Well, I kind of shared with mental with the meditation. But it's also about reading. I've learned that I like to read biographies. I like to read enlightening things. I like to read and, and 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 listen to to people who speak life into me or just speak life i i focus on positive people and now again i'm not trying to be all positive because i know life is full of negativity because uh, what i even shared a meme like a battery with two positives has no energy you need a positive and a negative for for a battery to have results and 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 part of my story with uh my life is uh, my life is a piano the lesson I learned there is you need both the good and bad because the good helps you um, when you're going through the bad, but the bad also uh, helps you appreciate and value the good moments. And so you need both of them to tell your story. You need both of them to succeed. You need both, I don't want to say the yin and the yang, but you need both good and bad experiences, positive and negative, to become who you are, to become the rock star of your industry. But use those negatives. Don't use those negatives to cripple you. Use those negatives to strengthen you, to move on to the next level, to level up, to push up, physically, spiritually, mentally, socially. This one. This place is part of my social. And people are like, well, there's no one miracles. <laughs> See, I've learned that to become a better person to others, I need to take care of myself, and I can only do that in the quiet place. I can only do that away from the the, the noise and the influence. I've learned uh, I've learned to take care of this this relationship because I found out that when this is taken care of, everything else, no matter how different, how how weird, how how contradictory, how just everything, everyone is different from me. There, there's a promise. I'm going back to my promises. And I'm going to translate this. I never, it, it's there, but most people have always read it differently. The promise says 
that if you are in the light as he is in the light, then we have perfect fellowship with one another. Now, it's always been read, well, because he's in the light, you need to seek the light. You need to be a moth and, and go after the light. And, 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 and kind of, okay, so I, I need to work hard to become light or find myself in the light so that I can have perfect fellowship. But then once the whole, my lens changed once, once I started listening to, to, to um, more, more messages of grace, not so much works, I read that scripture differently. It was no longer telling me I have to be. It's basically saying, but, but you got to understand, if you are in the light, because he is in the light. Because, and the promise is, he has exchanged with us. Because of what Jesus did, I can now be like him. So the way I, I now read that, he's no longer saying you need to look for for for, for uh for uh, the light, you need to work for the light. But basically, he's just like, hey, I just want to let you know, because of what Jesus did, you're now in the light. Just just a reminder, you are in the light already. Just by, by believing, you are there. So because of that, the promise is, you will have perfect fellowship with others, with one another. Oh my gosh, that, that totally changes everything for me. I can go to anyone of any faith and have a good conversation, a distant conversation, not be like, like I don't have my guard up because there's no need for me to have my guard up because I've been promised perfect fellowship. Don't get me wrong. There's people who they're just, they're just, they just want to keep you a hard time. And you know what? God bless them. I love you. Carry on, but I won't give you any more of my time because my time is very valuable. And that's what I've learned also by adding value to myself. I've learned that I can't just give my time away to everyone. Because again, I'm not a people pleaser anymore. There's another there's another scripture. Like if I'm a people pleaser, then I am worthless to serve God. Because I can't serve God and be a people pleaser. Paul said that. Anyway, physically, spiritually, mentally, socially, financially has been the toughest. I mean, just when I was getting and just when I was getting my act together, just as I was working on erasing my debt, uh, just as, as things were, I actually had money saved for about six months. You know, I was doing all the Kiyosaki things. And, and I actually like things I learned from his book, Robert Kiyosaki, as opposed to the Dave Ramsey uh, about plastic surgery kind of situation. You know, you know, I read them all and learn them all. But I'm like, oh, wait, what do I want to apply? Because, you know, he calls all debt bad. The truth is there's good debt and there's bad debt. I had to educate myself in that. I had to learn what that the difference is. But just when I was learning this thing and, and starting to develop healthy financial habits, this happened. And, you know, I could get mad and I could be like, oh, I'm thankful that I had the cushion to help me out for as long as it did. And, I, and I'm still afloat until I was able to find a, a new, new work. But, you know, I realized I wasn't as ready as I thought. Because I was doing just enough to look good financially, but I wasn't taking these other risks. I wasn't seeking other streams of income. I was just trying to enjoy what I was doing, although it was good work, it was fun work. But it, it, and so now I've had to rechange my game plan. And as I was looking for for work, and this is my advice I have to a certain friend who we talked about money issues earlier this this month. The first thing I had to do is I had to humble myself. I stopped trying to find a career 
in a, a, a job. That's what other people are doing. I tried it. It didn't work for me. But instead, I said, all right, I need to find something that I'm good at. I can be a benefit to them. And it's enough to cover my basic necessities. And I found it. I found a great job right now working at a medical lab. I'm not going to get too much in details, but right now I'm just a runner for them. But they also want me to start doing some side marketing work, which will get some residual income for me. Hey, that's that's a skill that I was, I was studying during the, during the whole uh, um, staying at home. I learned marketing skills and sales skills and other skills. And, 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 and so I have that. I'm going to start working on the marketing to add in, extra in, income. This is actually a, a pleasure project for me. I enjoy hosting this show. I enjoy bringing in people to talk to. Now, if I can make money off of this, awesome. But I'm not, I'm not trying to. But I am using this to market myself as a speaker because I'm working on launching my public speaking business. Um, there's other areas that, that I, I, I see. I have a little work that I'm good at, I'm comfortable doing, that will pay the bills for now while I am growing this. And there's some other avenues. And now I'm looking the weekends to do gigs with my voice as a voiceover. Um, I still do that, the acting such. Um, as also a cinematographer, I do have that skill as a camera operator. And there's people who are constantly asking for people who can work certain gigs. I did a few music videos not too long ago. You know, it's, it's cool because I can do those. But I still have my stable work um, Monday to Friday. And then like evenings or weekends, I can use it to to bring it in. But once the money comes in, of course, I'm, I'm using it to pay off this, this, this the bad debt that I accumulated. But at the same time, I'm not using it all for that. I'm splitting it in half because I want to start investing in some other things that, that, that I've been learning about. And convert it, the bad debt, with the hopes of converting it to good debt that will bring interest, that will bring up income. Anyway, guys, little things. I'm faithful to my job. I'm doing a good job. I'm going out there. I'm, I'm, I have my positive. My, my employees love me. My employers love me. They said that I have a gentle spirit. And I, I thank them because there's such a peace. Um, because I'm not dependent, totally dependent on them for my, my life. They're covering the basics, so I'm not going to get kicked out of the house, and I'm not going to lose my car anytime soon. <laughs> Thank God for that. And But for the other stuff, I'm going to start pulling from creativity. And going back to my meditation, I'm always constantly saying, all right, God, teach me today how I can be creative to, to create wealth. You know, because there's a promise. Ask him, and he'll give you the, the secrets of the universe. But you got to believe. When you ask him, ask as though you are going to believe that he's going to answer you. Anyway, guys, I just shared to you how the big five came in. It was an epitale to where I'm getting to. I'm so excited. I go to bed. I, 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 And when I wake up, I wake up excited because this day I'm going to do a lot of things. This year, I'm going to do a lot of things. But anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in to this extra long show. Everyone, this year, you know, if goals are your thing, do it. Resolutions are your thing, do it. 
uh, affirmation, your thing, do it. But let me encourage you, try it this year. Break it down and, and come up with habits, disciplines that you can focus on daily, every morning. I mean, for example, waking up at five in the morning has become a discipline for me now. And I hit that on either the, actually that fits on the physical, on the spiritual, um, even on the financial, because I, I, I feel like it gives me so much more time in the day, in the morning to do stuff. And it sets me up for, for, for what I need to do later. Just, 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 just try to discipline, to work on being faithful. Remember, motivation is the sexy, but discipline will get you to the sexy. Anyway, don't want to take much more time, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. All the way from Nashville. To your homes. To your cars. From my rockstar heart. To your rockstar heart. Jose Familiano and Miguel. Same. Much love. And many blessings. Happy New Year. Hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Look at you accomplishing things. <laughs> like the podcast? Then try catching us live next time. For now, the Hey Rockstar live stream is aired every Thursday. Hey Rockstar is affiliated with Low Budget Productions. Go to Facebook, like and follow LBP's page to learn more about the other amazing podcasts under their umbrella. The energetic rock background music is by Anwar Amar also known as Music Today 80. Josafat Emiliano is a keynote speaker and mentor. To connect and invite him for your next event, go to his Instagram and direct message him at Josafat Emiliano. That is J-O-S-A-F-A-T-E-M-I-L-I-A-N-O. So take the big five and go live life as a rock star.